Good afternoon, Crandall ISD. You are listening to Erin McCann. I'm the Public Relations Director here in Crandall ISD. This week, we're going to do something a little bit different. We're going to talk to all four of our elementary school principals. As many of you know, last year, sixth grade was still part of our middle school. It's been a pretty long time since we had sixth grade back at the elementary. So we want to talk to our principals and find out what they're doing to foster leadership and how they're making those sixth graders feel special back at the elementary. Today, I'm sitting down with Melissa Smith. Melissa is the new principal principal at our newest elementary school, Dietz Elementary. Welcome, Melissa. How are you doing today? Fabulous. Thank you for having me. We are so glad to have you here. So first, tell us a little bit about what it's like to be a first-year principal in a brand new building. It has been phenomenal. The staff has been amazing. The parents have been phenomenal. Um, the students' attitudes about things. I love going to work every single day. It's a blessing. Being a first-year principal, what do you think has been the biggest surprise for you in this sort of leadership? My biggest surprise has really been just the blessing of how well the staff has come together immediately. Like we felt like a unit our very first time out. So that has just been amazing to see. And, you know, some some schools work very hard to get the culture that I feel like we already have at Deets. And we've only been functioning really since the beginning of August with staff members coming off and on campus. So it's it's amazing. Okay, let's shift gears and talk a little bit about sixth grade. Dear listeners, as you may know, Melissa Smith was an AP at our middle school last year. So sixth grade is sort of her specialty. Melissa, how are you taking those sixth graders that you worked with that normally would have been in middle school? How are you integrating that into the elementary set? and having them show leadership to some of their younger peers. We're definitely trying to utilize them as leaders on campus and trying to also not forget our fifth graders. I know that was the focus, but the fifth graders who normally would have been the leaders on the elementary campus, but now sixth grade is in that position. We want to kind of have fifth and sixth grade growing together. I've already shared with our sixth graders during our lunchtime that there are some things we'll see how lunches go that, you know, as as time passes throughout the year and they show responsibility, they're showing that leadership quality, that we might give them some flexibility. They don't have to sit by classes. They can sit by sixth grade so then maybe they can cross over and sit with friends rather than having to worry about that whole this is my homeroom this is where I sit just showing them that with responsibility and with that these freedoms and responsibilities comes this great you know opportunity for other freedoms like when they show responsibility in one area then they can earn other freedoms and, and get other responsibilities so I just I love building that in them, that capacity to uh, prepare for what's coming in middle school when they get there. All three of our sixth grade teachers actually were at the middle school, so that helps, I believe, on our campus because those teachers know what it's going to feel like when they get to the middle school, and they're helping those you know kiddos who were transitioning from the elementary field to, now I'm a sixth grader, but I'm still on elementary campus, to feel a little bit different, to have more responsibility, to have that independence that they're going to need to be able to fully function and be successful when they get to the middle school level. What do you think the biggest lesson that your sixth graders need to learn by the end of this year outside of academics to be ready for Crandall Middle School in seventh grade? Well, just like any level, your teachers have very high expectations of you, but when you move from the elementary to the middle school, there is a change um, because you are changing classes eight times in a day or seven times in a day because you are having multiple teachers with multiple subjects. Sometimes the grace period, the extra time that you might have that Ms. Perman can say, oh, you haven't finished this yet, sweetie. Why don't you work on this? You may not have that when you get to the middle school. So our sixth grade teachers are trying to help them prepare for that, that they won't have that extra time, that there is a little more freedom. When the bell rings, you switch on your own. And we're really hoping to put something in place with our parents and our students, especially in the spring, to help prepare both parents and students to get ready for the middle school transition because it is a big deal. There's, there's a mind shift that has mm-hmm. to happen. No one's going to help me zip up my backpack, you know, like it's going to be me and I've got to make sure I have my materials. And, and the teachers at the middle school are very supportive, but they are also expecting much more independence. And 
students taking ownership of their learning, which we want everyone to do. That's it for questions that I have. Is there anything else that you want to share with me, specifically sort of around your campus leaders? Anything else that you want to share? It has been an amazing ride so far, and I've just been blessed beyond belief. It truly is a phenomenal opportunity. I'm just, I'm just so thankful for it. Well, we're very lucky to have you, and Dietz is very lucky to have you. So that's it for now with Melissa Smith, principal at Dietz Elementary. Coming up next, we're going to shift to a different campus. Pirates, now we're sitting down with Ginger Sykes. Ginger is the principal at Nola K. Wilson Elementary. Ginger, thanks for being with us today. Thank you for coming. Absolutely. We're glad to sit down. So you've seen a lot of changes in the district as far as how we structure our grade levels and working with all different ages of kids. Were you at Wilson before when we had sixth grade? Did we have sixth grade at Wilson prior to now? Yes, we had sixth grade for... It was a few years ago we had sixth grade just because of the growth was Mm -hmm. occurring at the middle school in sixth grade. Had the opportunity to stay here for another year. And so what are some of the changes that you've seen as far as impact to school culture, both moving sixth grade away and then now in 2017 bringing sixth grade back to the elementary campuses? I think the first time when sixth grade um, was able to stay with us, it was new for everybody. So there was a lot of transition, just programs with teaching staff and just with the parents and kids in general, just trying to figure it out where this time the transition has been so much better. The kids, they were ours as fifth graders. And so to stay and to understand the way that Wilson operates and just the culture of the school, that piece is already in place. The teachers, um, we had a couple that came from middle school and then we had two from outside the district join us and they have just bought in and understand Crandall ISD. They understand our Pirate Pride. They understand Wilson. So for that, I think that piece, they have truly tried to make every day a success for them and the kids. And that alone has made this transition so much easier for everyone. Our kids just enjoy coming every day. We've put a lot more responsibility on them as sixth graders. And that has been fun to watch them grow and mature. Um, For example, Safety Patrol has just, it's always been something, even the high school kids that come back, they talk about when they were on Safety Patrol. This year, I did not have to ask any sixth graders to come and help for the first few weeks. They started on day two. They just arrived and they said, can we go to our stations? Well, there's a test and a process and all of that, but the ones that have been here just knew to come and they still are showing up every day because we haven't had the procedures yet in place for that. And they come every day. We have about 10 kids that show up in the morning at 740 and they work until 805 opening doors and greeting kids. So for us, that's been a culture that we've created that now we don't even ask. The kids took that responsibility. You mentioned safety patrol is fifth and sixth grade. Is there anything that you and your staff here at Wilson are doing just for sixth grade to sort of empower that leadership? Yes, they um, are taking over the announcements. Um, They have done it in the past, but this year we are really pushing it for sixth grade and we are allowing them to have more ownership in the process this year that we're anxious to see how that grows. We have a new program that we're using for the announcements. So it's really to where the kids will input the information in and they will be reading it every day. They have been in charge, but not the sole responsibility. And so Miss Olson is taking that on and the kids will have that sole responsibility of announcements this year. We're hearing a lot of chatter on social media about your behavior contracts. Can you tell me a little bit about behavior contracts here at Wilson? Yes, we um, 
actually Ms. Kirby started that this year for the playground just to make sure we all understand the expectations for when we go to the playground. We um, had the opportunity to add a very exciting playground to Wilson this year and so we want to make sure that our kids know the proper use of the playground. We have added a grass area that the kids will be able to um, play soccer on um, and just really just to increase their engagement with each other and for us the contract is helping them understand their responsibility as a citizen and as a Wilson Elementary student what their role is. Tell me about some of the things that you and your staff are doing to get those sixth graders ready for middle school. Since you've spent some time yourself at middle school, you know that it requires a new level of independence. How are you preparing your sixth graders? I think one thing that is, it's just wonderful to have, we have two middle school teachers, you know, came with our kids, Miss Hemi and Miss Rogers. And Miss Hemi has truly taken on the responsibility of the Chromebooks and empowering the kids to use the Chromebooks, empowering them to use the programs. So that that's one piece of that transition will already be there. In the past, we have had Chromebooks per grade level, but not per student. And for sixth grade to have that and for there to be a true plan in place that is very similar to what they will encounter when they get to middle school, that piece is taken care of for them. We are meeting with the sixth grade teachers, we meet weekly, but we are meeting with them on what should it look like. We have had a lot of conversations on what's the difference between a middle school and an elementary school because for elementary, we did not want it to just be another grade level ran the same way. We truly wanted to increase their independence and you know, changing schedules, changing classes four times, understanding what all you need every day. As simple as where do I look for what I bring into the class instead of thinking I have to carry everything with me all day long. That's very simple for us as adults, but for students it's not. They have to know what do I need before I enter the class today. That hopefully will help when they go to middle school. Ginger, is there anything else that you'd like to share that you'd like to address, be it your new sixth graders or just kind of the year in general? The main focus for us this year is really taking down the walls of Wilson. That's really kind of our saying that we say in our meetings to teachers is we want the community involved. We want our parents involved. We want our PTO involved. You know, we the kids absolutely love it when high school athletes come over. So for us, it's just taking down the walls and letting people in. That's that's really our focus this year. Well, Ginger, you're doing a great job and Wilson's a great place to be. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down with me today and talk about everything going on here at Wilson and share with our community and with our listeners. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you for coming over. Pirates, we've got a few more principals we're going to talk with. We're going to take a quick break and then we will touch back in. Thanks. CHSPirateRadio.com CHS because it comes from Crandall High School Pirate because we're the Crandall Pirates Radio because it's a radio station And .com because we're on the internet We play a big variety of great music And we feature the latest part announcements at the top of every hour Not only that, but it's run by the best students in Crandall High School You got that right, listen to us 24-7 Just press play At CHSPirateRadio.com CHS Welcome back, Pirates. Now we're sitting down with Abby Baker, Abby's principal at Barbara Walker Elementary. This is Abby's second year as principal here. Abby, welcome. Thanks for joining us today. I'm so glad to be here. So a change from last year is now you've got sixth grade here. Last year we were only K through five. How has that changed the culture of your school? So um, one thing that's been really interesting is to see the behaviors of the fifth grade students. In the past, they've kind of been the top dogs of the building. And so um, with sixth grade back, I think it has influenced a little bit 
bit of fifth grade behaviors. And so just kind of the family atmosphere that fifth grade has this year and has started out with has been really neat. Um, and I think that's because the sixth grade students are here. One thing that we're doing with them that we're not doing with anybody else in the building is our sixth grade houses. Mm -hmm. Okay, so tell me about these sixth grade houses. We saw some social media posts. They look like a lot of fun. We had a blast. So we had the kids come out um, one night before school started. And we also included the sixth grade teachers and then the specials teachers in the building that interact with sixth graders throughout the day. Um, we had them come out for pizza and a big sixth grade house party. We sorted them into um, groups. They had the opportunity to slide if you're familiar with the Ron Clark houses that they have at the Ron Clark Academy. We had the kids go down a slide and then they drew from a bag to find out if they were going to be in the red, yellow, green, or blue house. Blue is the Nukamori house. Uh, green is Isabendi. El Churismo is the yellow house. And then Amistad is the red house. The um, kids were sorted into those groups and it's something that we're using this school year to help hold them accountable, but also to build relationships among students and staff. So tell me a little bit more about these houses. They've got pretty interesting names. Uh, where, where does this come from? And then how does that influence sort of the leadership style of your sixth graders and how do you plan to use it throughout the year? So hopefully this has created some ownership with them. Um, they didn't get to vote on the house names. This summer I collaborated with the principal in another school district and then we um, both had all, or they really had already used some of the Ron Clark ideas and as we read the end of molasses classes book he shared a little bit more information in there as well. Um, so he actually does six houses based on our number of students. We chose to do four um, and then we selected the colors. Each of the house names um, has an has a meaning of their words. So Nukamori is kindness, Isabendi is courage, Alturismo means to give, and then Amistad is friendship. And so the night that we did the house party, we had the kids um, sort into their groups after they figured out which house they would be in, and they developed words that they wanted to describe their house. So an example of Alturismo meaning to give, the first week of school when the house colors met, that group of kids, sixth grade students came up with this idea, which was just incredible to me. Being the giving house, they wanted to help any students in their classroom who did not have school supplies during that first week. And so it was the kid's idea, you know, if somebody doesn't have scissors or glue sticks, that, that is what we represent. That's what we talked about at our house party and at our house meeting. Um, let's be the one to help those students who don't have anything and make sure no one is left out and everyone is able to complete their assignments accurately. Um, so it's been really neat to see just the ideas that the kids come up with themselves because they're the ones that are that are doing it. Have you seen with instilling these houses significant leadership with your sixth graders setting an example for the rest of your campus? Absolutely. Um, and one thing yesterday, we, we've painted on the cafeteria windows each of the house colors and then what they represent. And even hearing the fifth graders, you know, I can't, I can't wait for this. Or why are they in that house? And why don't I know a lot about that house yet? Um, and it's because it's specific to them and um, the kids walk by and it's just a sense of pride. Like, oh, I'm in the Nukamori house when they saw us painting them on the windows. Um, so that's that's been one component of it. A positive example from the restorative circle they did. Some of the challenging personalities that are in there together. Um, sixth grade kids when they're with their friends sometimes are a little bit too cool to respond to tough and deep questions that come up and it was really neat to see a student that we've been trying to reach here for at least three years when the challenge was asked about you know why are kids misbehaving during music class for example. Even though none of her friends answered they all chose to pass whenever it was their turn to talk and use the 
talking stick. Um, she spoke out and, and talked about why that behavior was a struggle and why their class couldn't accomplish tasks. So I think that's a good example of how, how we have seen them take ownership and, and show pride in their house. I love that. I mean, I think it represents everything that we've been working for the last few years with our pirate pride, with building senses of community. It sounds like you're doing some really exciting things here at Walker. What are some of the growing pains that Walker has experienced adding another grade level this year? So one of those is space. Um, When we initially talked about um, allowing this transition to happen, just because it's not something that's so common at elementary, all of the classrooms were going to be right across the hallway from each other. And so um, everybody would just be right there to monitor in the hallway. Well, we wound up having to move a sixth grade teacher down to the science lab. And so it's it's probably been ended up being a good thing because they do have to get themselves further down the hallway. They're not 100% seen, I guess, if you will, by a teacher as they're turning that corner. But it also forces them to take ownership and responsibility for themselves. That's been one. And then um, kind of what I already talked about, just the challenges um, with sixth grade in the way of the houses. But um, we're troubleshooting some things things there to see what what we can do to make it work before we just pull kids and stick them in another house Mm -hmm. without trying other opportunities. Well, thanks so much, Abby. It was great to sit and talk with you today. Yes, you're very welcome. Thanks for coming out today. Absolutely. Thanks, Pirates, for tuning in. That's all the time we have right now to talk with Abby Baker, principal at Barbara Walker Elementary. Stay tuned. We've got one more principal coming up. Randall, now we're going to sit down with Dave Christensen. Dave is principal at Martin Elementary. Dave, thank you so much for your time today. Absolutely. Happy to do it. Well, we're glad to sit down with you and hear about what's going on at Martin. Tell me a little bit about how the start of the year has been. The start of the year has really been a great start. We have phenomenal kids. We have phenomenal teachers. We have seen so many terrific things happening in classrooms. Teachers are using Google Classroom. They're using Seesaw. We have lots of technology going on. The students are actively engaged. They're having fun. It's been a really, really great start to the school year with lots of learning, lots of laughter, you know, really happy kids. Tell me a little bit about Seesaw and kind of the ways that you're using technology here on your campus. Well, Seesaw and Google Classroom are both both digital, online. They just, it's a way that students can communicate with their teachers uh, through the internet and they can upload multitude of different kinds of, you know, it's not just paper, pencil, or just a Word document. They can upload videos. They can upload different kinds of audio. It's just a way that students can really utilize that technology that they're so entrenched in as as kids, but to really expand on the horizons of how they respond and participate in their classes. So we have our iCoach, Alec Turner, has been out teaching, working with students, working with teachers, showing them exactly all the ins and outs of Seesaw and with the Google Classroom. Seesaw is primarily for our younger grades, although really anybody could utilize it. Google Classroom is is probably more upper grade level platform for students. I know sixth grade with the Chromebooks has been using the Google Classroom. They use it every single day. They do it at home. They do it at school. So it's just a great way for them to interact with their teachers and with other students. You touched on the fact that your sixth graders have Chromebooks. So sixth grade is back at the elementary for the first time in a long time time. How's that going? It's really been going great. Uh, The last time sixth grade, I think they've been back at the middle school for the last four years. So the last time sixth grade was in the elementary, I was an assistant principal at Walker. It's been an easy transition because 
really our sixth graders are not returning to Martin. They're just moving up a grade. So they're our fifth graders, so we know our students. It's really been, an, I would say, a pretty easy transition for the students themselves. They're down the same hallway. They've shifted over. Some of them might even be in, in some of the same classrooms. I know that it's been a shift for some of our teachers coming from middle school back to elementary, but I think they've enjoyed the little more flexibility with their schedule. It's just been, a, I would say, a really great transition. I know that the sixth graders have enjoyed having recess still, uh, which if they had moved to the middle school, that would have been off of the table for them. It's been an, a, a really good transition. Obviously, having the Chromebooks has been, it's been a really awesome opportunity. And so we're so thankful for that. I know our students enjoy it. It's just opened a door that, that we didn't have in the past. With every child having a Chromebook, they can interact. And it just, it opens up so many different avenues for our teachers and our students to, to utilize. What are you guys doing as the Martin staff to sort of foster that leadership with your sixth graders? I know you mentioned you had these kids as fifth grade, but now normally they would be over at that middle school. So they probably had looked forward to some of these changes. Mm -hmm. What are you doing to build that leadership capacity and to get them ready for next year in the middle school? Well, we're continuing with many of our students or we're in NEHS, the National Elementary Honor Society. So they are continuing as a second year in that program. Uh, we utilize those students as leaders. We utilize the sixth graders as part of our flag crew, just opportunities for them to get out. We're we're in the process of getting started our student advisory committee, which will be half sixth graders and half fifth graders. So they're going to be the leaders. So we're going to lean on them for ideas, you know, from student perspective, how can we continue to improve at Martin? We're, we're hoping to transition as being an elementary. Most teachers walk students from A to B, but we are, we, you know, in preparation for middle school, we want to give them that opportunity. So come at least by January, we want to transition them into the opportunity to move from gym to art, to music, to lunch without that, that constant elementary level monitoring, just so it makes it a little easier transition to the middle school. You know, we're constantly open for ideas to give those, those sixth graders even more op opportunities for leadership. So we're, you know, we're utilizing our teachers to, to add to that. And we're excited about, ha about having sixth graders here. I think it keeps them a little younger, longer, keeping them in that elementary setting. And can we count on a second annual multicultural festival this oh, year? Oh, absolutely. The multicultural festival is coming October 19th, Thursday, October 19th. We are already well on our way to planning that. Teachers have already signed up for their countries. I know they've already got students coming up with ideas and getting really excited about all the fun things that we're going to do with the Multicultural Day. We just, we're looking forward to it. It, it just brings so much more culture than our students are used to normally being exposed to. You know, we talk about the world has gotten a lot smaller due to technology, but this really gives our students an idea of that there are other cultures out there. They're much different than ours, but at the same time, they have similarities to our students. And is that event open to the public, to parents, or is it just for your school community? The, it, it is open to parents. Uh, we would love for community members to join us, the administration, school board. It really is open to anybody who would like to join us. We have food. There's fun. The, you know, the kids get dress up. The teachers dress up. We just try to make a, a day of it and just give our students that opportunity to be exposed to cultures that they wouldn't normally be exposed to. Tell me a little bit about a program I think you guys are launching at Martin this year, the Concilio. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? We are really excited about partnering with the Concilio. It is an outreach group that works primarily with our Hispanic community, but they also offer uh, English classes. What it entails is it's a nine-week course that parents uh, can come to uh, either in the morning or in the afternoon. Uh, we have morning classes from 8.30 to 10.30, and we have e evening classes from 6 to 8 and what is provided it's just is really trying to help our parents get connected with their children's education the you know they're going to offer classes about testing they're going to offer classes about communicating with teachers
teachers, you know, how can they help their child at home, quite a number of different topics to help our students' parents get more connected with them, find ways to support, because oftentimes our parents just, they want to support their child, they just don't know how. And at the end of the program, then they actually uh, graduate, and I think they get a diploma. We've been really excited uh, getting started with some outreach. We're really excited about getting lots of parents up here, and then we look forward to the opportunity then after, you know, to expand on this and start heading out as a Martin staff to the community. Thank you so much, Dave. It's really been a pleasure to sit down with you and just kind of hear how the year's going at Martin. Well, thank you so much. We're looking forward to a great school year. Absolutely. Crandall listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to this edition of our Crandall ISD podcast. It's been an honor to sit down with all four elementary school principals and hear about the things that are going on and how we've started the year and what we can look forward to. Thank you for continuing to listen to our podcast, and we'll be back soon with a new episode.